What's up, everybody? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach. This week, we're unplugging everything, baby. We're putting up curtains but we're also lighting candles which is dangerous because we're talking about corn unplugged can you believe it mm. no plugs hey no plugs, plugs. out yeah on 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 if you are a plug you need to get und <laughs> real quick that is right that's I, right. I will you not take those little it. prongs. I won't tolerate a single plug. No, no. Pop your if, prongs. Take a nap. We don't need you. That's right. If this if this episode goes silent, it's because we've taken things too literally and accidentally unplugged our computers. But we're going to try to hold it together as we talk about our, the official title: MTV Unplugged. Mm. Corn. We're going to dive all into this. But before we do, Jenny, I'm handing over to you. Take it away. Okay. So we've been doing this podcast for a long, long time, and I've loved it very dearly. However, I am going to be stepping away. I think that the time has come for me to make room for another angel mm. who wants to talk about new metal, keep the canon going. Um, for me, I feel like I've said almost everything that I can think to say uh, about about new metal, and I don't know been doing it for a long time and this just feels like what I need to do but I love you guys I love the show um yeah I think that's it it's time for me to move on but in true roach coach fashion am I just gonna <laughs> go away no <laughs> no. <laughs> no we're no, gonna no. do like 50 more episodes together <laughs> Just, so, just a long you... <laughs> good night, a real Minnesota goodbye. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm saying oh, bye yeah. to everybody. <laughs> um, so if you were like, "Oh no, don't worry," and if you were like, "Thank fucking God," too bad, too motherfucker. Bad, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get you either way. <laughs> Coming and going. That's right. Uh, that's right. So, yes. Yeah, so, Jenny, you will be uh, making your exit from the show. Uh, when you came to me, you said, though, I got just about everything out that I want to say, but I got a few things Ooh. that I do still want to say. And you gave me a list, which, I mean, 
honestly, a very long list of albums you wanted <laughs> to cover before you were leaving. You weren't kidding. Uh, so uh, so we are beginning, I guess, today. Um, I, I don't think we have a name for this. I mean, maybe we'll come up with one. Matt, maybe you've got something. Maybe Jenny, you have something. Uh, the, the You know, the Jenny's finale, Jenny's long walk. I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, something to make the listener think that Jenny has a debilitating disease, right? Oh, that's I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Jenny's leaving the show, Jenny's yeah, because last she's dying. Goodbye, uh, <laughs> yeah, enjoy yeah, the I sunshine mean, while she can, you know, for the- sure. What came to mind for me was bye, bitch, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, could it be but, more you know, perfect? I don't know, I don't know. I- uh. I think you got it. So yes, so this is the beginning of of Jenny's farewell tour, which we are calling "Bye, Bitch." <laughs> wow. And this is we'll both see. ways. Could I be guess, edited. Right? Could be edited. Working title. Working title. It's written. It's done. Jenny, does it sound, does it, does it, <laughs> Jenny, does it sound worse when I say it? I don't to know. There is Maybe a I bit of to... hate in your voice, Lord. Yeah. Well. Bye, <laughs> yeah, Bye, it's the bitch. gritted teeth. It's the gritted teeth and the veins yeah, popping a, out of your forehead. You got a real Freddy Krueger vibe. Going. Wow. Yeah, this was a test. This was a test title. <laughs> test title. Um, yeah, wow. I guess when we were talking about me going, what well, it was more of a, I feel like it is becoming time for me to do this. I don't want it to get to the point where I'm checked out or we're miserable. There are a million people who would be fully, fully engaged. And I, and other things that I've done in my life have stuck around for a little too long and become sort of, salty so i think like knowing when you need to move on is good but then i started going through the long list and i was like i want to listen to that i want to listen to that i want to listen to that so so we find ourselves in this mid situation uh yeah so yeah so we do have uh, uh quite a few records um that jenny wants to put her stamp on uh before she rides off into the sunset so that is what we will do um, basically through the summer into the fall, <laughs> just to give you an idea of how many <laughs> yeah, albums <no>. she picked. <laughs> I will say, I don't have to do them all. It was all curiosity. So if something comes up and you're ready for me to, to swoop away sooner, look, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> no, you know Jenny, we're going to keep you as long every as we can. single yeah. moment we can get, Jenny. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, where else are you going to get takes like... I thought it was fine. Oh, I need that. I need more. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to hear more, you know? I mean, gotta who, who keep else it. is going to say that? Yeah. No one is as tepid as I am right. <laughs> about things. So, yeah. But, uh, yes, it is sort of sad, but I think it is the right thing. And, you know, I'm not taking a long walk that I'm aware of. What a turn that would be. <laughs> what a turn. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I picked enough albums, so there's plenty of time, but um, let's hope that's not what's happening. <laughs> but, uh, absolutely. So, um, so Jenny, we'll, we'll, I guess today's episode will begin the journey of, uh, of you heading out uh, with, with a perfect choice. MTV Unplugged presents Corn. I'm, I'm so excited. 
let's let's dive in. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on March fifth, two thousand seven. Oh wow, wow, way later than I thought. Oh yeah, oh, those yeah. plugs didn't on until well into Corn's discography. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. Any history with Corn Unplugged? You know, I didn't think so, but when I was watching the uh, the actually watching the Unplugged of this, I do remember seeing one of the performances. I won't spoil which one, but it's um, an artist you might not expect to see on this. And I remember seeing that as sort of a like, LOL, look at what is happening type of thing. But that really is it. I hadn't heard any of the other songs. How about you? No, this was a this was a basically a new listen for me. I was aware of this. I remember hearing about it, but it was one of those things where, at this point in my listening experience with Corn, I think I was, I think I was like an album away from just not buying their albums for a while and not really being interested. And so the concept of like Corn Unplugged seemed like I just read that as mm, seems like a bad idea, not something I'm really going to seek out. And, uh, you know, also like 2007, I mean, at this point, I'm just like, I'm learning about, you know, Bloghouse and that whole era, you know, that's all I'm interested in, you know, I'm looking for LCD sound system, DJ mixes and shit on, on a soul seek. So that's what I'm interested in. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. So when I listened to this, um, it, it was more of like something I'd heard rumors about coming true. Um, definitely to the guest thing that you were talking about. Matt, history with Corn Unplugged. So I would say that my familiarity with this album is relegated to performances of like Freak on a Leash uh, that will come up whenever there is an MTV retrospective about Unplugged because I will get sucked into those like the unplugged thing itself is very interesting to me and to watch the uh, kind of mini docs that MTV self-produced for content where they just have like three people talk about unplugged and then like when they actually got the artist there to record it to be like, what do you think of unplugged? Um, yeah, I could watch that shit all day and all night. I love it so much. So this record comes at an interesting time in Korn's history. And I think no better way to explain that than for Jenny to, if you could just tell us who's in Korn <laughs> on this record. On this record, we've got Jonathan Davis on lead vocals, Fieldy on bass, Monkey on guitar. That's it. That's it. But, 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 oh no. So this is headless? They're headless. They're Davidless. And Davidless? They are a trio at this point. Wow. And so they are in true uncharted waters with this. So they have uh, a multitude of uh, assistant musicians on this. I mean, we've got guys playing 
trombone. We've got guys on the keys. We've got additional guitars. We've got an upright bass, Matt. Quick cue. Uh-huh. At any point during this, do they take us to the battle? Because I'm really hoping <laughs> that they take us to the battle. Matt, I don't know if they take us to the battle, but there is a musical saw used at one point. <laughs> oh, well, hello. Yes. And um, so if you... Uh, if you look up these videos on YouTube, there's uh, you can find them with just the performance. That's what it is. Just the performance. But you can also find most of the entire show with the little interludes in between where they talk to the members of the band and talk about to talk about their experience doing this, what it meant to them. And JD said, "Hey, we're about to, we're about to, to change the game here." We're about to raise the bar for Unplugged. You think you know Unplugged? We might just change it. You don't know Change it in a level you never experienced. You don't know Unplugged. Um, They do ask all the members at one point what their favorite Unplugs are. And Jenny, I don't know if you got this vibe, but my vibe was they all watched the Nirvana one like the rest of us, and then they just listed <laughs> off other ones that someone was holding up in the background because it seemed like they were like Nirvana and Eric Clapton, I think, maybe. Like they're just like listing them. Yeah, the vibe I got was like Jonathan Davis was actually legitimately excited to be there, and then Monkey and Fieldy were just like. All right. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they seemed very like, I was just like, sure. Sure. Yeah, definitely that vibe. Um, So I have a physical copy of the album here sitting in front of me. I got it from the Declutter store for a sweet $10.69. You might say, Lauren, that's a little high for the Declutter store. Well, let me tell you, the new metal fates were involved in getting this one into my hot little hands because when it first showed up on the old declutter store, they were asking 22 American for it. Holy shit. Wow. That's a lot of money, you guys. It's a lot of money to be thrown around. And so I said, I don't know. I can't I can't justify it. But it seemed like that was the only way. If I was going to get a physical copy of this record, that was the only option I had. So I just did that thing that you can always do on eBay. You just click to watch it. Click the little eye icon saying, you know what? Keep me posted on what's going on with this. Not 24 hours later, and this is a true fucking story because I sent you a screenshot of this, Jenny, when it happened. (laughs) They dropped the price $12 to $10.69. That is how you do business. Wow, wow, wow. They said, we got to get this thing out of here. Look, we got we got somebody on the line, and we're going to blow it over 10 bucks. No, we're not. One of the mm-hmm. boldest price drops I've ever seen in my experience with the old with the old eBay price watch. Price so to got move. It in, price to move, and it move it did. Um, liner notes basically just have pictures uh, from the live recording. Um a little uh, cardboard thing that tells me if I go to corn.com and enter the corn the code in the box below, I'll get a special preview of the new corn album that is coming in summer 2007. I own that album. 
so I don't need to dive into that. But cool if at the time you got it. Absolutely. Let's see. Any other interesting notes about this? I, I mean, real quick, guys, what um what are your top unplugs? Jenny, you a Tony Bennett head? I guess I really never got that deep into unplugs. So I think I've only ever watched the Nirvana one and Mariah Carey. That might be it for me. What about you guys? Uh, for me, obviously Nirvana Unplugged, very important. Really was like, oh man. But also I've got a real sweet spot. Scott Weiland in that rocking chair. Doing Big Empty. Ooh. Doing Creep. That is a great version of Big Empty. I will. I, I am long noted not a fan of uh, Stone you Temple are. Pilots. Yeah. But the un- that Unplugged is strong. Strong, very strong. Um, I also have great love in my heart for what you met referenced earlier, Matt. The Jay Z unplugged, yep, which truly love, incredible unplugged, and something I only listened to recently. The Allison Chains unplugged Ooh. is uh, pretty spectacular, but it also does does function as a bit of a a denouement for. The original lineup, or at least the the, the primary lineup, because it's basically the last time you get Lane, Lane up there. And um, but it's uh, it's it's one of those ones where you can feel the audience kind of powering the band a little bit, and they really respond well. Um, the version of Over Now on the Allison Change Unplugged is quite quite good, quite quite good. But uh, the whole thing does. I mean, I guess that is the thing about a lot of these unplugs that really mean something though. Have this weird sort of sad overtones to them you know yeah i mean the eric clapton one's claim to fame is that tears you know he take tears in heaven you know and oh. and the nirvana unplug is like oh one of the last times kirk cobain was alive and same thing with the allison chains one it just adds this extra level of melancholy um you don't have that with this corn one i will say um even though your son's every- two members you are sons two members is true, but still, yeah, I, I don't. There's, I mean, everybody, everybody is still kicking today, so you have that, Matt. All right, number one with the bullets, Nirvana. I mean, goodness me, I, I watched with a what? Hey, with a what, Matt? Hey, man, Jesus, too <laughs> <Hey man>, soon. <laughs> one of those references that you say and then realize you said it, and it's like oh, it's too fucking late. Can't take it back. I didn't mean it that way, but. Nobody fucking cares. Um, <laughs> um, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. Uh, Jay Z, <laughs> number two. 10,000 Maniacs, number three. Dashboard Confessionals, uh, number four. That dashboard, boy, just old Matty teary eyed singing about, like, last night, let's all sing together. Uh, <laughs> just emo, Matt. <laughs> just loving it. Ah, uh, oh, Chris Caraba, your beautiful hair. Uh, so yeah, those are those are mine. That Ten Thousand Maniacs one is, is uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan, but I feel like these are days from Unplugged has been a persistent theme that comes up in my life. Like I'm not looking for it at all, and then it's just like here's Natalie Merchant with Ten Thousand Maniacs Unplugged. And it's like, the, and I don't even like the song, but I guess it's just a touchstone in my life. There you go. 
when I was in broadcasting school, we used to have to play Natalie Merchant as bumper music a lot when we made our demos. Oh yeah, Natalie Merchant and uh, Vanessa Carlton. Wow, did you play Wonder a lot? Yeah, I think that was probably one of the ones that got played a lot. I um, I rocked Tiger Lily pretty fucking hard yeah. when it came Ooh, out. There it is. My it. aunt bought it for me, and I just yeah. I can get down on that album still. <laughs> what if the last albums I did were just all albums that I liked? <laughs> hey, everybody, this week, let's activate the pit to Natalie Merchant, Tiger Lily. Yes, is Tiger Lily in the canon? <laughs> yes, uh, but not the first corn. <laughs> again, not the first corn. Again, not the first corn. <laughs> uh, yeah, Um, this record. A little bit about it. Debuted U.S. Billboard 200 at number nine, 51,000 copies sold in the first week. Wow. And then I don't know why they put this on the Wikipedia. This sounds bitter. It says, experienced a 55% decline in sales in the following week. Who's that for? We don't need to know that. <laughs> Who's that? How does that help? I guess it has a citation. Good for them. But come on. The reviews for the album, All Music, 2 out of 5. CD Now, 3.5 out of 5. Entertainment Weekly gave it a B-. minus. Metal Hammer, 4 out of 10. Newsday, B-. minus. New York Daily News, very favorable. Pop Matters, 3 out of 10. And Revolver, 4.5 out of 5. All over the place. All over the place. Uh, now, if um, if you watched the show... As it aired, there was a certain track listing. And I guess if you get the DVD, there's another track listing. And then if you get the CD or you go on streaming, there's that track listing. And that's the one we're going to be using. So if you're sitting here going, hey, guys, didn't they do Thoughtless? Maybe they did. But it ain't on the CD and it ain't streaming. So we're not talking about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. So take that, expectations. <laughs> get those out of here you want thoughts and you want to know what we thought about thoughtless go back to the untouchables episode hear all about it where i think we spent most of the time talking about jesse pinkman in that crazy video in any event um uh, wait uh jenny producer on this record this album was produced by richard gibbs and corn old richie gibbs no idea you might be saying what are richie gibbs credits it says here that he's an American film composer and music producer whose credits include Dr. Doolittle, Big Mama's House, Queen of the Damned, Battlestar Galactica, and the first season of The Simpsons. I think we know why Richie got the call. Made sense. Big Mama's uh, House. Big Mama's House. Obviously, ha, all the... Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Big Mama's house. Big Mama's house, right, guys? Is that yeah. why you got the like, oh. out? What's up? What's up? Budweiser. Um, Jenny, how can you got... leave this? Dilly, dilly, man. Dilly, can you dilly. fucking leave this, Jenny? <laughs> I? Yeah. You want to leave this? I'll miss this most of all. Uh Jenny, we've got one genre tag here. We sure do. And it simply says acoustic rock. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Acoustic rock, and that's it. All right. All right. Well, we're three parents, and it's late at night. Let's listen to some acoustic rock. Let's do I'm it. Ready? Okay. All right. First track, Blind. Oh. That's what I like. I like that ambiance. What's up, everybody? acoustic here's what i never expected to hear because i'd never that that was a blind listen to blind i wasn't expecting to hear a conga drum be the the ride symbol i was not expecting them to just be like yeah let's just uh let's cinch this up a little bit let's break all the tension and let's just get into it and then also, I wasn't really expecting to hear it as a background music that I could hear at a restaurant. And that really was crazy to me. But that's the unbaby. Get ready. Here's Blind by Corn Acoustic. Am I wrong? Jenny, I'll go to you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll tell you, I can't be objective about this record because there's someone in my life who loves this record a lot. And her name is Sophie. (laughs) My daughter has been grooving her little ass off to this record. She loves those fucking drums. I love it. Oh, my God. We get some guitar later in the album and she loses her mind. She puts her arms up in the air and wiggles to this. And I've never seen her do that. It might just be like coincidentally a new thing she's doing. But I was like, what the fuck? She loves this. It's so cute. Um, And I, I also wasn't sure what to expect here. But this feels... Having seen JD live, this makes every little ounce of sense to me that this is what this sounds like. I like it. I like it. Lauren, what do you think? You know, I uh, I did uh, I did my three listens on this. I Christgau challenged this. Um, I put it through the car listen. I listened to it while making dinner. I listened to it while doing some chores around the house. I can tell you that car listen, maybe not optimal, but making dinner listen, perfect. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, you're seasoning that chicken, and JD's going, are you ready? He might as well be saying, are the chickens ready? And you're like, not yet. Wait for the timer. But I'm excited for them. Uh, 
just a just a real good vibe and watching uh, i listened to the album a bunch of times before i watched um the uh the the actual video of everything of the performance and jd seems so ready he does not seem out of his element at all he seems like he's been waiting his whole life to do unplugged which i think lends to what you were saying jenny how fieldy and monkey are like jd wanted to do it i mean he's our he's our guy we're gonna say no we're not gonna come um because of that though sometimes there are some shots where fieldy looks a little like uh what, what am i doing here what do you need me to do right now because i don't know what to do but i'm here i'm supportive always supportive monkey brings the heat i was when i saw there was a secondary guitarist i was like how much of this is him and how much of this is monkey monkey is doing the damn thing on this uh on this live uh unplugged record uh so very much enjoyed it the backing band all in pig and rabbit mass still sticking with the themes of the see you on this other side album so they're still pushing that hard and um which i think also lends to why they would do this is that they're still on the promo push for that they're still they're still saying there's still some gas in that tank we're not done talking about that record um so you know and i also felt like there was a real uh acknowledgement of and time taken when he whispers are you ready as opposed to yelling it it seemed like it was a, an acknowledgement of like we're gonna need to sit down and really rearrange these songs to make them work which i appreciated so strong start i thought they definitely understood the assignment that's one of the big things about unplugged is that some people still treat it like they're plugged and they need to be unplugged. Right. And this is one, I mean, like they totally changed this whole song, gave it a very kind of flamenco-y feel. And that's to take like your signature song and do something like that. Bold move. I didn't particularly love it, but I respect it. What do you think it takes to find Korn's signature song and use a signature sound, though. I mean, is there anything that goes into that? That's a a great question. Jenny, do you know? Do you know what goes into that? The Korn signature sound? Trying to get to my mic, but there are a lot of strings in the way. It's a a seventh string. Yeah. That sounds right. Uh Something like seven strings. Seven strings. I think so. Seven strings. That might be it. It I feel like you've that's what we call corn signature <laughs> sound. Oh, okay. Yeah. Corn signature yeah, yeah, sound. Yeah. Seven strings. And I found the quote here. JD said that with this unplugged, he wanted to raise the bar, set the bar, and blow everyone away. <laughs> I was expecting a third bar thing. The bar's going to, we're going to raise it, Sp- we're gonna set, set it, it. And, th- and then we're going to do uh, a handspring vault off it. Yes. And blow everybody no. away. That's right. Good for them. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens here. Up next, we've got Hollow Life.
So many years ago, I was uh, hanging out with my friends, driving around, and I put on Queens of Stone Age, Rated R. Incredible record. And there's a song on that album called Autopilot. And it starts off with those hand drums. And my buddy, uh, who eventually came to love Queens of Stone Age, maybe even more than me, but at the time this was the first time hearing it, he heard those hand drums and he goes, what is this? Every day is a winding road. And (laughs) that has stuck with me forever. That's a got It's an incredible got And uh, that's why it stuck with me. And uh, and so now when I hear those similar type of hand drums anywhere, I just think of him saying that. And then I think about like, is this uh, every day is a winding road? Are we about to get a show crowed up, up in here? <laughs> um, so when they threw those in on this song, that was my first thought was like, uh, every day is a winding road. Uh, but it's certainly not. Um, this is honestly one of the more, I would say, unsuccessful moments on the album and it's not in the uh, – there's no – this was not in the televised performance. It's just on the CD. It sounds a little out of tune at times, a little collision-y. A lot of instruments are all being played at once, but doesn't always feel like it's happening. But it happens well enough that they, that they were able to put it on the record. But I, I don't know. It, it seemed like – when I got as – I guess it went as about as well as they could have hoped, but – Maybe not entirely successful. Jenny, thoughts? Yeah, I agree. This one didn't do a whole lot for me. My first listen, I kind of felt like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, is this what we're in for? Um, more to come. But yeah, I agree. Not a shining moment. Matt? I, I feel like I'm retreading ground here with you all, but I, I liked it. But yeah, there's a little... Like, the things... That an electrical version, distortion, and like just rock swagger cover. Get Matt. I think what you're talking about. What you're talking about is the plugs. You're talking about plugs. I am talking about plugs. Yeah, this See, has no plugs. That's the They're thing. They, 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 we're very un at this moment, and yes. because we're un, um, some things like a weird wisp whistle that's kind of counter tuned uh sticks out a little bit more and you know instead of kind of like in the mix just feels like yeah we could have done without that <laughs> well let's see what happens when we continue our unjourney with an old classic Featuring an old classic. Next, we've got <laughs> Freak on a Leash featuring Amy Lee from Evanescence. I want to bring up Amy Lee from Evanescence right now. Oh, he, he had it covered. <laughs> Didn't need me. We thought this would be a cool song to do together, so y'all enjoy. Something takes a part of me Something lost and never seen Every time I start to believe Something's raped and taken from me From me 
Life's kinda always been messing with me. Wanna see the light. Can't they chill and let me be free? So do I. Can't I take away all this pain? Wanna see the light. I try to every night all in vain, in vain. Sometimes I cannot take this place. Sometimes it's my life I can taste. Sometimes I cannot feel my face. You'll never see me far from grace. Something takes a part of me. You and I were meant to be a chief for me to lay. Something takes a Now, Matt, before we discuss the song, I know you have one question. Yeah, how do they handle the scatting? My man, you just need to go to 240. All right, let's see what they do. Oh, Matt, let, 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 let it happen. Let it happen. Just let it wash over you. Mm-hmm. If I may go to my notes. Amy Lee, this is a term I've heard from the streets. Amy Lee is eaten here. Amy Lee is eaten. She's crushing. This is incredible. This is another one where they sat down and they said, we got we to change this up. That bar, we've got to raise it and set it and blow everybody away. And this is how we're going to do it. Is this Peak Lee? This might be Peak Lee. I'm going to say it. This might be Peak Lee. This, I, I was like, what's going to happen here? And you know what? The bar for me, it was raised. It was raised. I'm saying it right now. He raised the bar right here. Brar raised. I don't know if he said it yet, but he's definitely raised it. Jenny, where's the bar with you? Uh, it's raised. It's on a little crane. <laughs> it's being <laughs> raised up. Um, is it set? How will we know? Is it when we've been blown away? Only then will we know that the bar had been set. Because like if it's set in place and you're being blown away and it's not moving, you're like, oh, that bar is set as you're blown Right. Away. Like it's raising, mm-hmm. raising, raising. Do you only know it was set in retrospect? Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a business poster about it. Hang in there. Hang in there. Yeah, I, I I thought this was good. You know, the the dramatic vocalizing was very funny to me yeah. every single time, including this one. It's, but again, I come back to Corn <laughs> understood the assignment. Yeah, the, for sure. Like they're doing unplugged version. They are bringing the on. <laughs> yes, they've never been more on. Yeah. 
perhaps undulating was happening. Yeah, I just have my dictionary open to UN. Um, It's very un, very un. All right, are we ready to continue this journey through the un? I think so. Let's do it. Up next, we've got Falling Away From Me. saying i'm hearing a lot of interesting instruments and noises going on in there what is making those noises well i'll tell you what it is they're using an instrument called a glass harmonica and jd lets us know it was invented by one benjamin franklin heard of him what no that's right but not only does he use an instrument invented by Benjamin Franklin, he says that people were afraid that if you played it, it would make you possessed. And I'm like, why would someone think that about an instrument? Well, it turns out that the early glass harmonicas were also made with lead. So if you played it, you'd get lead poisoning and you'd go insane. <laughs> oh... Well, that's tough. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. We don't get there in it, but when it gets to the burn part of the song, he replaces it with a, ah, which once again, like you said, Matt, understanding the assignment. Yeah. I will say also uh, that these unplugged mm -hmm. versions uh, kind of unearth the song craft of Korn in a way that you may let wash over you. Uh, when you listen to the plugged albums, um, like there's a lot of beautiful melody going on in here. There's a lot of beautiful instrumentation going on in here. Um, and I think sometimes we get lost in what I like to call corn signature sound. Uh, those seven mm -hmm. strings start a riffing, and you're not thinking about it. Kind of looking at it as a performance piece. But the song craft is really shining through on these. Would you say that by being unplugged, they are dis discovering the unknown? Look at you. 
Look at you. I'm just saying. Proud of you. I'm just saying. Proud of you. I'm just saying. Jenny, where's where's the bar with you right now? Is it raised? Is it set? Is it where is it? I I think it's still being raised. I will only know okay. that the bar was set once I've been blown away. I haven't been blown away yet. Okay. So I'm unsure of the set status. Of the when we get blown away, does the bar blow off? Does it like well, no, pop because, off the top? Because it's it, set. Because if it's yeah. set, it won't get blown away. Well, right. Things can get blown away after they're set. Set isn't like a fixed state, no. is it? Okay, I don't know. I, that's, I don't. That's know. That's where I was. I'm. It's fe- tough to I'm say. I'm feeling like if the bar is set. Although you're right, if you set the bar but then blow it away, irregardless of whether or not it's set, it's been blown away. It's an entirely different state at this point. Three different states. I mean, think about it as life. Either you're raising the bar, you're setting the bar, or you're being blown away with the bar which mm. is now you know although you could say depending on where the bar lands you've either lowered or raised it once again the bar has to be it. in some state yeah you know yeah mm-hmm. that the bar has to be somewhere to be in some way tough to say it is tough to say where's the bar where's the bar where's the bar yeah um you know i i dipped in real quick just to take a look at the long storied history of MTV Unplugged and was surprised to learn that the first MTV Unplugged three artists Squeeze, Sid Straw and Elliot Easton on Halloween 1989 Ah, yeah interesting to learn that Hmm. yeah there's quite a few in here that I, I, I had no idea Apparently, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Joe Satriani did one together. Okay. No, thank sure. you. No, no, thank you, Matt. Dude, if I want, no. I want that Satch boogie, and I need it to be plugged. Thank you. Matt. Oh, Matt needs it to be plugged. Um, Jenny, you'll be happy to know the Bobo was honked mm. on August 11th, 1990, when Aerosmith did their MTV Unplugged at Ed Sullivan Theater. Thank God. Yes. Um, this is a duo, 1991, March 5th, Winger and Slaughter. They said, unplug it. We got to un. The most interesting, here, here's, a, here's an interesting uh, one-two punch. Uh, Mariah Carey recorded hers on the same day as Pearl Jam. Wow. How about that? Wow, 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 that? wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. More unplugged history as we work our way through this record. All right. Well, let's see where the state of the bar is. Up next, we've got Creep. It's a TLC cover. A Radiohead cover. cover. Oh. (laughs) Should have been. This song gave me a lot of strength every time I heard it. And uh, I want to dedicate it to all the kids and adults out there that's ever been picked on or made to feel inadequate. This song's for you. Look you in the eye 
Just like an angel The skin makes me cry You float like a feather In a beautiful world I wish I was special You're so very special But I'm a That's a pretty straight up and down cor- cover. Nothing more new metal than a cover. Nothing more new metal than a cover. What really struck me with this cover, especially accompanied by that intro, is that this may be a more sincere performance of Creep than Radiohead's performance of Creep, <laughs> which I feel has a layer of um, perhaps irony perhaps uh, a sardonic nature that um, is gone from this. This is sin fucking seer, 100%. Um, Perhaps too earnest. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen this on some lists of worst covers. I did not think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, listen, I... uh, I did this uh, record. Uh, you guys might remember it. It was uh, all about NASCAR themed songs, and uh, yeah. there uh, there were some uh, some rough uh, some rough covers on there. This, in comparison, I mean, just a very sincere heart on the sleeve from a place of love cover of Radiohead's "Creep." So, I was fine with it. Nope. Nope. Jenny, what did you think of "Creep"? I thought it was a very straight ahead cover. Uh, it, it seems like, yeah, it seems just fine to me. That's the hot take. That's the, hot, the hot take t- that you'll miss. So I don't know if somebody would have said that if I wasn't here. I that it was know. fine. Yeah, Jenny, what? Where do you stand on Radiohead in general? Are you are you a, are you a head fanatic? Are you a radio mm. fanatic? No, I'm not a Radiohead fanatic. I think Radiohead is a very good band. Um, wouldn't want to get coffee with Tom York, but I like Radiohead, you know, I guess I was more early mid Radiohead, probably, you know, timing when it came out, (laughs) how old I was when I was listening to it. I think I fell off. I fell off with like, I don't know. I fell off later. I wasn't like much for like in rainbows and shit like I, everything after that. I was just like, All right, yeah, I don't want any more of this fucking like twinkly like whatever. Like I'm good. I got what I needed. Whoa, earlier whoa, records. whoa! Did Matt? Matt did, did Tom York <laughs> just hack Jenny? Tom York just, just got in. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Yeah, I think it's like well established that Radiohead is like a very good band. Like they're fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What. Well, Wow, this is an incendiary hot take right now. Radiohead, very good band. They're fine. Yeah, like it doesn't matter if I like Radiohead. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Like, I really, I really like went very hard on OK Computer when it was out. Um, I think I saw like the video for Paranoid Android and I was like, my mind was blown compared to like the other stuff that I was listening to at the time. And, um, you know, they, obviously they write very good songs, but. And Creep was like a local alternative radio station staple. If they didn't know what to do, they just threw on some Creep. And if they didn't know what to do after that, they put on a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Right. That's the Detroit radio promise. Yeah. Bet on it. You might hear scar tissue more than you you seem to want to. Followed by Rooster. Are you guys uh, headheads? Uh, Are we peppermen? Yeah, we'll start with you. Oh, we're we're not peppermen. I am not a peppermen. peppermen. We're not a peppermen. But Matt, I know you're a headhead. Yeah, I was a headhead. Uh, I much like Jenny. I my fandom was deep and unending until the well ran dry for me, and I just stopped. I was just like, and it was right after In Rainbows. I think King of Limbs. I have never listened to uh, In Completion, Moon Shaped Pool. Never listened to in its entirety. Just kind of was like, yeah, I kind of had it with the mopey. The all-around mopey, twitchy song. Like I heard Lotus Flower, and I listened to the vid- I listened to the song and watched the video, and I was like, I liked Idiotech better. I liked, um, you know, In Rainbows better. So I was good, yeah. But if you would have caught me in 1999, this guy would not shut the fuck up about Radiohead. Hey, hey, buddy, we get it. You like Radiohead. Can you just can you just shut up? No, you got to understand that the best band in the world. I, I need you to shut up, buddy. I just need to shut up and just keep loading on this dock because we're on a loading dock. Hey, oh, cool you, hey, Bill, can you get a hit? Can you get this guy won't shut up about Radiohead? We'll throw a wrench at him. <laughs> uh, classic. I am um, classic. Wrench classic. Um, I, I was indeed a head head. Um, I got OK Computer for Christmas, right around when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, this is the stuff right here." Yep. Exit music. Oh, thank you very much. Exit music. Hello. Yes. So, and of course, the greatest Radiohead song of all time. This is not a for debate. Is let down. We all know this. Um. <laughs> and uh, oh wait, is there dissension in the ranks? Um, I mean. I mean. I, I, Let Down is an amazing song. I have no problem with Let Down being your number one Radiohead song. I will not take that away from what's you. Your num- what's your number one Radiohead song, Matt? Oh, uh, boy. Which uh, This is the thing. Right now, which right one, now. what one would I want to hear if I heard anything? I probably Let Down at this moment just because you said it. Ah! And, and then it was like Black Star. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I keep coming back to the Benz moreover than anything else because I feel like it was the most rock record. Like it stopped. It, you know, they never really that. made that record again and good. But right, I think mm-hmm. I think the Man. back half of uh, OK Computer is a little squishy. Um, I think it's front loaded with fucking rippers, 
and the back is like, um, this is a good song, but it's not like. Let's go back it's to true. the top. It is. I think. I. I think Matt. I think you saying that the back half of OK Computer is a little squishy is probably one of your greatest takes. <laughs> <laughs> this i i just love it just this record beloved and and i i hear what you're saying and i'm like i'm sort of nodding but also like what a thing to say i mean <laughs> but you're not wrong i don't think it's i'm wrong squishy. i mean i don't think you're wrong yeah i mean yeah it's a little squishy uh jenny uh, where do you stand your your uh your greatest radiohead song are you gonna say planet telex <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm gonna say Street Spirit, probably. Yeah, that was that was the other one. Yeah, that's a goodie. Yeah, that's, a goodie. <gasps> that's a goodie. That's a goodie. If you ever want to get a little upset, um, check out the darkness cover of that song. No, no I won't. <laughs> no, you don't want to get a little upset. A little, <laughs> little upset. A little concerned. I'll keep the version I have. Thank you. Okay, good for you. Good I, for you. Looking out for number one. I get why you'd want to cover that song, though. Amazing song. Mm-hmm. Amazing song. Well, that's it for Head Talk. Good talk. Wow. Good Head Talk. About Radiohead. All right. Talk. Well, let's keep going then. Up next, we got Love Song. The Cure cover? No, it's, it's the Corn Song. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, I imagine being a corn hardcore, wondering what's going to be on the set list. When you are one of 50 people that gets to see Corn Unplugged live, thinking, what are they going to do? And then when you hear this song, you might be like, oh, from the new album? Well, I guess they got to move those units. They got to establish this thing. They got to make it seem as important to the canon as the rest of their discography. But at the same time, she's like, ah, this song? Why this song? But then I started to think about it. And there's a lot of songs on CEO on the other side that almost seem pre-designed to work well in this way that a lot of stuff from those first three records 
would not work. What I'm saying is, I don't think ball tongue's going to work here. <laughs> I don't think clown's going to work here. I don't think Adidas is going to work here. Hey, Adidas could have worked. You think Adidas could have worked? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, you know what? It really would have been some. I think the bar would have been raised, would have been set, would have been blown mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. if he'd done Twist. True. It would have been something. That would have been something. It would have been something. As it stands, this is uh, this is fine. It's n- it was not part of the DVD or in the show. You realize that a lot of the distortion, the effects, the pedals, as it were, the part that it plays in creating corn signature sound, along with um, what did we say? Seven strings? How, how many strings? Yeah, that's the understanding I have. Yeah, that's yeah. how many I counted. Okay, all right, you kind of seven, good. Um, Jenny, how'd you feel about Love Song, both performed and general inclusion here on the set list? Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I think this song does lend itself to this format, and I can see the way that people connect with Korn, how this would be one of the songs that would really bring them along be feeling it very hard now on the cover we got jonathan davis truly giving us the most like feeling it face and uh yeah the song tracks with that that's the face i imagined like lots of like corn fans making while this song is, is playing and i feel like i kind of missed out on the heavy bands having unplugged albums when I was a teen because I feel like I really would have been uh, deeply feeling it. (laughs) Deeply feeling these performances for sure. I dip back in 1993 unplugged. What a lineup they had this year. Roxette. Rod Stewart. Wow. Neil Young. Jodeci. 10,000 Maniacs. But also, Dennis Leary? On. <laughs> Very on. on. Very, Very on. on. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. <laughs> A but choir behind him. Just yeah. uh, the, the fucking Mormon tabernacle choir behind him singing I'm an asshole. Incredible. Um, this was the most amazing to find out. Duran Duran and Stuntable Pilots recorded theirs the exact same day, November 17th, 1993. And then the very next day in the very same studio, November 18th, Nirvana recorded theirs. Wow. Wowie, wowie. Look at that. If you're curious about Nirvana, this is not the show for you. There's the rest of everything. <laughs> if you want to know more yeah. about Nirvana. There's true, true. there's only every other music podcast that's ever existed. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, they'll break it down for you. Don't worry. We got some more. I'm we ready. sure do. All right. Up next, we've got Got the Life. I think this is the most talking I've ever done in my whole career. We're going to play you Got the Life. that fret rattle 
Now, you might be hearing that piano and thinking, that's some interesting plinking and plonking. Um, who's who's playing that piano? And I'll just have you know, it's a man in a horse head. Do we know who the man is? <laughs> oh, Matt, do we? Um, gosh, let me look. Um, oh, it's, according- it's, it's, it's Dusty Hoofman. Uh, believe it or not, it's Zach Baird. Um, and he was a longtime collaborator with Corn. Played on many tours. Um, and they just said, "Put on the old horse head to fit with this theme." And he was a team player. And he said, "Let's let's fucking do it." Uh, I think this version of "Got the Life" once again understanding the assignment. I thought it was pretty good. The dance with me part is very fun. Um, this is the chuggiest unplugged moment of all time. I dare you to find a chuggier one. I don't think it can be done. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed this one. Jenny, thoughts? I agree. I thought this translated a lot better than I would have expected. So, good for them. Good job, and good job, horseman. Zach, you did it. You did it, bud. You, you, you did it. Matt, this is uh, one of your favorite corn songs. How do you think they did um, you know, it's weird because like having so many of these songs be driven by the plugs in terms of momentum, which are not here. This is correct. And this is unplugged. So we have a lot of un, I think they did a great job. I also think that it feels a little less. It's almost un, I would say it's a little un, it's just a little un. It is on. A little on, but by design. By design. They did the right shit. I just. They did. I just. It doesn't recontextualize the songs in a way to me that feels like, fuck yeah. It just is like, oh, cool. Good. You know, so that's where I'm at. I understand. Um, I understand that, Matt. Um, I do want to do a quick shout out to whoever was Fieldy's stylist for this uh, unplugged recording. He has taken his braids out and he's letting his long locks run free. And they are shiny and pristine. I didn't see a split end anywhere. I was pretty amazed. Jenny, what would you think of uh, Fieldy's hair in this? (laughs) I... Fieldy's style, Fieldy's voice, Fieldy in general just is always inexplicable to me. I don't know. He's just such a nerd. That's what I think. I think he looks like a nerd. Fair enough. All right. What do we got next? Up next, we've got Twisted Transistor. Let's dig to your twisted transistor Only between your legs Turn it up, turn it up The wind is coming through Can't get enough alone lonely life But no one understands you But don't give up Be 
Jenny, where's the bar with you? <laughs> it's blown away. <laughs> to, music do blew it right off. <laughs> music do will forever make me laugh. So to get to hear stripped down music do, music do, hell, that's where, that's what blew the bar off for me. Where are you both on your music do's? This version made me woozy. Uh, th- it's like a whirl in my head. All those strings. There are, I'm going to say it, there are definitely more than seven strings going on in oh, this version shit. of this song. There mm-hmm. are a lot of strings. I, I dare to say 14, perhaps 24. There might be 30 strings on this song. All just going. And um, it was a lot to take in. It was a lot to take in with the string section. I think it mostly works. It's definitely one of the weirder ones, but it's still, I think, more successful than, say, like, Hollow Life or Love Song was. Um, But, you know, any misgivings I might have had about it, when I watched the live performance video, JD does a head nod at the end that lets me know, oh, they nailed it. And thus, bar raised once again. Matt Nas. I mean, when the music do you do the do music do and you do do the do music do music do music do music do all right well up next we've got coming undone I think this song worked maybe the best of any of the songs on this record. I had the same thought, and it really does a lot to canonize 
see you on the other side into it and the fact coming undone is like the only song from this record that is still in the live set list and it hits when they play it people are like fuck yes coming undone and this goes a long way towards it and i've even got a little quote from a guy you might know his name monkey and he said that even stripped down the song's raw motion and fundamental structure and melodies come through. Hmm. And you know what? He ain't wrong. And he also wrote it, so he knows what he's talking about. That's right. He's like, he, this was a, is a situation of like real recognize real. He was like, you know who nailed it today? Me. <laughs> this guy. Right I'm, not here. Afraid. I'm not afraid to yeah. praise myself publicly. Yeah. That's right. I nailed it. And at the, and like I said, JD does a little head nod at the end of Twisted Transistor that he was like, yep, we did good. At the end of Coming Undone, he gives a very confident nod and a smirk to let you know that he is nailing it, but also living the dream. Why? Because I believe that bar is being raised again. Oh, wow. Got blown raised. off. Blown <laughs> off. Raised blown again. off and- Matt, you're making the motions of, of a bar being blown off, blown away, raised and blown away. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, absolutely sh- blown. Blown <laughs> away. Hurtling towards uh, space. And then it gets in this weird gravity situation and starts floating. Shaking. Up. Does it, is it going to go yeah. up or is it going to go down? And it's just like JD hits him again. Stratosphere. There we go. Yeah. And then the thing about it, and I think you guys know a little bit about this because you guys know about space, but once you get into space, the concept of up-down ceases, ceases to, to exist. Mm. <laughs> and then you start to question not just about raising a bar or setting a bar, but even a bigger question, the bar, what is it? Mm. Once you guys just stew on that for a minute. We yeah. The next. Okay. When well, does we it go... become a, a bar? Oh. When is it a stick? Jabar. Yep. Jabar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now, um, got a quick now question. We're at the... Yeah, man. How respectful of our time is this unplugged session? Uh, this unplugged session comes in at 44 minutes and 32 seconds. I mean, it's a concert. I That's good length. Good length. That Very respectful. Good length. Very much so. So now, this is the part. Of the unplugged, where I'm just very excited for Matt to experience this. Jenny, what do we got? Big same. We've got a Make Me Bad in Between Days mashup featuring The Cure. Oh, the boys from The Cure. I never thought in my whole entire life, my wildest dream, that this moment would be happening right now. This band that we chose as our guest totally got me through high school. This band was the soundtrack of my life then. And still is now, I have nothing but mad respect and just to be on stage with these legends. This is Robert Smith in The Cure.
Play the whole thing. Oh my god, you? I'm in heaven right now, man. I fucking I love Robert Smith. I love The Cure. Um, Matt, would you would you say that rendition was just like heaven? That was really good. That really worked for me. But the thing is, I was so excited to hear Robert Smith that every corn thing left my body, and I was just listening to The Cure. And I don't know if that's the intent. But uh, Jonathan Davis is totally fanboying, and I love that he got to do that. That's awesome. And Robert Smith delivers. He sounds like Robert Smith. He is doing the Robert Smith thing. Pretty great. Pretty fucking great. The bar. Jenny, how'd you feel about this one? Oh, oh, the bar. Blown Sorry, off. bar check. Oh, absolutely blown off. I mean, I hesitate to even speak on the cure after being absolutely sizzled <laughs> the last time we tried to. <laughs> so, uh, do not sizzled. go to the do not go to the cure Reddit and look us up because they ain't having us they over there. Like, Who the fuck are these idiots? Who are these mm. fucking idiots? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have to listen to the cure? How would I come to your house and kill you? <laughs> Yeah, very aggressive fans, very, Cure fans, very, very aggressive. Um, you know, I was happy for JD. I thought this was good. Um, Mitch was walking through the kitchen when I was listening to this, and he said, what are you listening to? And I said, guess. And he said, oh, Corn on Wait, is that Robert Smith? Is this the Cure? Is this Corn And I said, it's both. That was it. And this head exploded. Oh it my god! Flew off like Whoa, the bar yeah. was blown off, just like the bar. <laughs> That's. I mean, this is the thing. Right now, you think where's the bar set? 
it's set at a, a certain expectation that Mitch had approached. He said, hey, corn, corn unplugged. I know where the bar is with this. Heck, right. I know where it's set. But yeah. then Robert Smith shows up. Uh-oh. You've just been blown away, Mitch, because the bar, not just set, it's been raised. And it's blown you away. It's blown you away. And little Sophie just waving her hands in the air. Yeah. Loving every minute. Yeah. According to her, the bar was up the whole time. So. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, can I reach this thing? And you're like, yeah. no, you're still too little. It's too high. It keeps being raised. She'll get there. Uh, she'll get, she'll there. get there. She'll get there. But not too soon. Um, but not that's too what soon. you always say. You don't want to get back too soon. Ronan's six now, and I'm just like, why are you so big and have opinions? Anyway, <laughs> the passage of time. Um, and the cats in the cradle and the silver and the spoon. Silver spoon. Um, there is an interview um, on the DVD. I don't know if it was in part of the uh, part of the performance it was on, where um, they talked to Robert Smith about being in Corn Unplugged. And he says, normally, when he gets invites to things like this, he says, absolutely not. I'm not leaving my house. My house is comfy. I don't need to leave this house. But then he got the call. He says, Corn wants you for Unplugged. And he said that he had to accept it because if he hadn't done it, he'd regret it forever. And he's glad he did. And I'm glad he did too. And uh, yeah, Jonathan Davis clearly geeked out of his mind. So super excited. Can't believe that he's in the same room as Robert Smith. And Fieldy seems like he has just learned about Robert Smith at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I believe the quote is like Robert Smith starts singing and Fieldy's like, oh shit, that's who this is. Fieldy. Fieldy's dreams. Fieldy's dreams. Fieldy's dreams. It seemed like both Monkey mo- both Monkey and Fieldy are really excited for JD to meet Robert Smith. They're like, he, JD was so excited, and thus we are excited for him. Everyone feels like supportive friends in this way, but they got to be. They're a trio at this point. They've got to be united. True, any, true. More, any more phrase in this? tapestry that is corn and it all falls apart all falls apart all right Um, okay we got one track left it's called throw me away when we were doing this song again we were trying to figure out different ways to make this special and different because of the whole acoustic thing we're not really used to this and we decided to invite a taiko ensemble up with us these are japanese taiko drums and i think it's a very amazing instrument when they're all played together so uh i want to let them do their thing and the song we're going to go into is throw me away but let's let them go first
Flesh wound, flesh wound with medication it will fade. Should I assume that someone hears me when I pray? Love, full of hate, don't you love how I pray? Don't let them Pulling it down because we had a minute of Tyco drums. Listen, Matt. They told JD, "You want to, you want to put some instruments in this?" And he said, "I just want to put any instrument I can find." And so he did. He's like Tyco drums, throw them up top. Love it. We got that instrument that Benjamin Franklin made that makes people go crazy. I want some of that. Trombones, give me a bunch of those. Uh, I already got a bass, but can I get one that stands up? Thank you. Corn thank unplugged. You. Let's Corn do unplugged. it. Corn unplugged. Thank you. Uh, Jenny, where's the bar? I mean, it's definitely beyond the horizon at this point. It's been blown very far. <laughs> just, it's just, I don't there. know. Yeah, it might not even be a bar anymore at this point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just floating out, way out in space. You might mistake it maybe for the monolith from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Wait, yeah. hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Is the monolith from 2001 A Space Odyssey, is that actually a bar? Uh, uh, vertical bar. Could a be. Vertical. Listen, bars can be vertical or horizontal. Some call them poles or posts, but they're just mm-hmm. bars. They're just bars. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. And Lord knows what that thing did. Made those monkeys go crazy. Really did. Those monkeys really did. went nuts. They yeah. Nuts. And oh, man. monkey went nuts here too, which I think he is did. just another... <laughs> Another piece of evidence to support your theory. That's right. That's right. If they had tied this in perfectly when they threw the stick up into the air, instead of it transitioning perfectly into the space station, it would have transitioned perfectly into a seven-string guitar. (laughs) That's exactly right. By monkey. That's right. That's exactly right. Ah, yes. That's right. Because he's throwing that stick up into the air. Some might call it a bar. It's being raised. Mm. Raised, raised set blown away blown away yes yes Tycho drums Matt Nas I mean, I mean do you feel like there do you feel there's any instruments that could that are missing here that could have been thrown in or do you think that JD hit them all I mean there is an acoustic instrument that our man plays that's a good point. That, God. That I'm quite surprised <laughs> didn't show up in this recording. Oh, I think that was wise. It was that's in a small room of about fifty people that this Nah, blast them out of there. <laughs> blast those fuckers. Blow it. Blow that's them. right. The bar's gotta get blown away. 
squeeze yeah. squeeze that sack yeah that's a that's lot sack. of bars <laughs> that's a lot of bars uh what a closer that would have been closing with shoots and ladders oh that would have been great <laughs> that was something ah but alas no they closed to throw me away and that is mtv unplugged presents corn and now we are to the part of the show where we talk about cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. Jenny, I'm going to start with you. I think this is tough because obviously this is quite new. Uh, we've not we've not approached any, uh, you know, we've not had any un situations really, or at least not very many. So I think it's tough. Is anything essential, you know, I feel like we need to put Make Me Bad in Between Days in the canon just because of the sizz we got when we talked about The Cure last time. I'd like to induct them into the canon. Take that. Yeah, take that, you little turds. Um, Oh, we're going to get more than sizzed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can't, can't, can't be like, let's throw them a bone and call them turds at the same time. Uh, we can do whatever know. we want. Also, that's, Jenny's about to peace out of here. She can that's say whatever right. she wants. Jenny can do whatever the fuck she wants. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to deal with any consequences. What a dream. Um, You know, I don't know if I'd put this in the canon. I did enjoy it. I thought it was really nice. It felt like it was a a nice thing that happened for JD. I thought they did a good job. I think, like, it's just so see you on the other side heavy. There's a lot in here that I thought was either just okay. Um, Some of it worked really well. Coming Undone I thought was great. Music do always makes me laugh. But I'm not sure about for the canon. But I'd love to know what you both think. Well, I wrote in my notes that Korn take a big swing here. They're trying different sounds, mixing old songs and new songs to do a cover, and they commit, commit, commit. And at moments, I really miss the distortion, but it's never a bad time. It's a perfect after-work-making-dinner album. Part of me feels like the audacity alone should put it in the canon. If not, you definitely need to put a place for the Robert Smith collaboration. Um, so I would say just for the audacity, just for the fact that they went in and they didn't fall on their face, they made it happen. They und, they took new and they flipped it and they made it un, and they made it work and they took the bar, they raised it, they set it and then they said, you know what? Let's blow it away. It's gone. There you go. So I say, I say put the whole thing in. Menas. Slow down. (laughs) (laughs) I'm caught in this bar. It's blown away. Nah, this is not all going in. No way. I could go for that cure cover, but not the whole thing. No. Are you sure? Are you sure? Well, I mean, I feel like it I feel like it would make make a lot of essential corn. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's essential new metal okay so you, you don't think we should put the whole corn unplugged record in but not the first corn record in, is what you're saying i'm saying that 
putting the whole Corn Unplugged record in and not the first Corn record is very confusing. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm starting to touch the third rail a little bit with this move. Maybe I mean here's the thing. I think in the Corn yes. discography, essential listening must be heard. Am I going to dip back into these unplugged versions ever? For real? No. No, I'm not. Okay. Whereas, I mean, maybe you heard about this band from the 90s. I mean, they fixed music according to a Woodstock documentary um, called Nirvana. Uh, Truth be told, I will still listen to that unplugged record. I will still listen to those unplugged versions. Whereas I do not see Matt, a revisit happening here. Matt, are you saying that you are not going to put corn unplugged next to such fabled unplugs as Tony Bennett or Eagles Hell Freezes Over? Mm, classic. Or Bob unplugged. Dylan or Page and Plant. But instead, you're going to relegate it with Chris Isaac unplugged. And kiss unplugged. Well, what a wicked unplugged game! You wouldn't... <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if I never hear kiss unplugged ever again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we're gonna get fizzled. Sure. We're gonna get fizzled. Um, so I guess we're in agreement then that the "Make Me Bad" in between days, Robert Smith, The Cure collab has gotta go in gotta go in and that's where we stand gotta go in agree agree there you have it it's corn unplugged make me bad in between days cure collab going into the canon welcome and welcome robert smith that's right feel free to sizz and fizz us it's fine but you're in it's fine you're in now you're in now and uh, just a couple more, just uh, notable, notable unplugs, some notable uns. Um, the Wallflowers in 1997. Jewel. Fiona Apple. Mm. Erica Badu. Um, here's an interesting one. In 1999, Shakira, Lannis set, Incubus. And uh, 2001, 2001, we all, we know. It was the end of the come down, a chaotic year, a lot happened. R.E.M., Lauren Hill, Jay-Z, and yes, Stained. Boo. <laughs> I don't want that. That's tough. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, Corn was one of only three unplugs performed in the year 2006. The other two... Someone named Kaya, K-A-Y-A-H, and one, Ricky Martin. Hmm. There you go. Interesting, uh, interesting lineup. Interesting. It's interesting lineup. So there you go. For more info on Unplugged, go to wikipedia.com. You can find it all there, because that's where I was just reading it from. You're welcome. And that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're on all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. 
hit us up. Say what's going on. And um, Jenny, you're with us for a little bit longer. We're going to be diving through your list, your choices. I got to say, when you sent me this list, a lot of surprises. I said, oh boy, we're in for it. And I'm excited to dive into it with you. So until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, yo, hey, yo, devil's little sister, listening to your twisted transistor, only